What's up guys, it's George. Welcome back for another episode on the Inspire Podcast. Today I'm going to be having a conversation with a longtime friend. His name is Adrian Garzon. This episode is a little bit long, so if you do have the time and you know the opportunity to just hear the whole thing all the way through, then cool. If not, then you can always come back to it later. But um, yeah, besides that, hope you guys enjoy it. Um, well, for me, like creating music was a thing that I used to do. Um, and I went through a stage where I'm like, I think I'm, I don't think I'm ever going to do this anymore. I think my time with music, obviously I was like very dramatic with it, yeah. but it really was. It was like, I had a lot of talented people around me, a yeah. lot of friends who kind of made me look better than what I really was, you know? Yeah. And so in this time I had to search out like what it is I really wanted to, like, if I still really cared about it. And if, and if so, I had to write my own stuff. Yeah. which I hadn't before in the past, but I had help. Now this yeah. time it's like I really had to dig deep within myself and I had to start writing my own stuff, start writing um, what moved me um, and seeing what I can do with this stuff. Yeah. And then little by little, it's kind of you're dipping your toes in that water. And so I started writing folk music and that's kind of what's really leading me. But I'm like, I would have never, if you would have asked me two and a half years ago that I would be writing like my own folk stuff yeah. about things that weren't spiritual, right. but I'm loving, I'm writing like love songs and yeah. like love stories yeah. and things that are just moving me. And I just thought about like, well, if I would have, if someone would have told yeah. me that two and a half years ago, I would have never saw it, but I had to jump in there and I had yeah. to like find that new thing that was speaking to me, which was folk, which was weird. Right? It's like Southern folk, like, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I would have never thought it would land there. And then boom, it just kind of happened, but I couldn't limit myself right. due to what, I was before, if that makes sense, or or in anything, I think that's just kind of how I guess that's what I'm learning. And as I'm I'm learning and I'm passing this along, I realize that you know wherever you're heading in your life, I think you should um, you should embrace the new things that are happening and fully um, look at the past, celebrate it, um, embrace it, learn from it, and then let that transfer over to whatever it is that you're doing if it demands that from you. Um, and there are things that don't, like yeah. we talked about earlier. Yeah. And from there, I think you'll start seeing some very beautiful things start taking place. But I think ultimately you have to truly believe that there are better things ahead yeah. than there are behind. Right. And um, really tell yourself that and and try with your best of ability to believe that there's more. There's more ahead. That your For future sure. is ahead of you. And it's not behind you. For sure. I think it just means that you're in tune with who you are, bro. Yeah. Like you're in tune with your reality. Yeah. That's just that's all it is, and I think sometimes people shy away from being in tune with their reality. Yeah, you know they're not fully embracing whatever is going on in their life right now. Yeah. And I love the fact that you're completely embracing it yeah. because that's just what speaks to you. Yeah, you know, folk southern music, and there's right. nothing wrong with that. It's not everybody's cup of tea, but right. yeah. that's what's speaking to your life right exactly. now. Exactly, so and that's what's happening. Yeah, for sure. And learning too, I think is learning to to be able to distinguish like what are some things that are potentially not necessarily transferring over because I, I know we brought that up earlier but I feel like I want to bring that back just due to the fact that um, I think we have to learn that when some things are are good within the new state or, or yeah. not and you got to like say no sometimes because you're following down like a cycle of like okay I think I'm necessarily trying to bring something in of who I used to be or things I used to do and bring them into the new yeah. um, and it's not working out and learning how to distinguish that and saying no like for instance like I released a, my podcast yeah. last year and I released about five episodes and I felt like I was what I was doing there I was releasing content and trying to 
um, replace what like the sermon did for me right. when I used to pastor and I used yeah. to love the sermon yeah, and like and so I did that from that perspective so I'm like I was trying to kind of I guess fulfill that yeah. and then the more I started to really look in hindsight and I started to see that I don't know I, I don't know if I have like this is not I'm bringing what I would brought back then into this thing and I need time to evolve and grow in so I can have new things to speak about yeah. and talk about, if that makes sense. And I had to make that decision yeah. of saying, I think I gotta stop this yeah. um, very prematurely and yeah. I'll come back to it one day. Right. But that's kind of an example I have, but there are obviously other examples. Of and I had a similar like, feeling to that about like a year and a half ago. Do you remember we were actually gonna record a podcast? Like, we were, yeah. Like a year ago? A while ago, yeah, yeah, yeah. it happened, yeah. And it didn't happen. And I recorded one with two, uh, with actually a close friend of mine and my brother. We recorded one, but it was really to just speak. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. It wasn't really like, yes, I wanted to. I wanted to use my voice yeah. for something good. I know I did, but it wasn't with like an, an agenda or an intention of like helping. You yeah. Know? I think I just wanted to let a lot of things off my chest. Right. You know, and and when I heard the podcast, I was like, this is not it. You know, this is not the message yeah. I want to convey. This is not what I want people to get from taking the time to make a podcast. I don't want to get people to tune in and it's just kind of like okay he's just saying that you know what was the yeah. you know what was the means behind it so now that I, after a year you know and even just kind of going through a few things like from that time to now I feel like I've had a fair share of experiences a few lessons learned in between that I can speak to a specific group of people mm-hmm. yeah, who can resonate you know and who can relate or take right. something from it it's like okay I feel that because either they're going through it or they could go through it you know? Yeah, yeah. So I'm definitely grateful for it. Part of part of being a creative as well sometimes too is like, um, I have other songs that I've written, yeah. and like this song specifically is like okay, I I've had that conflict. It's funny that we're talking about this today, yeah. but like I've had the conflict of like I don't know if I want to release it yeah. anymore. Yeah. Because um, just personal reasons. Yeah, yeah. You know, and just more of like I don't know if like what if I'm that person anymore. Because I wrote the song such a long time ago. Yeah. And sometimes I'm like, I don't want the audience to... Or, it's like, almost like it's it, irrelevant now. It really is. Yeah. And it feels that way for me. Yeah. But obviously, I took the time to make it this song. It's like a song's like a baby. So you yeah, got to yeah. go through that journey with it. Yeah. Create you it wrote obviously, it at a specific time in your life. Yeah, I wrote it at a specific, uh, specific time. But then just like recently, I went in to record and, and brought in the people to make this song official, yeah. com- officially complete. Yeah. So adding the sounds and adding the things that the song needed. So it's kind of like a, a baby. It's like, you t- you still got to take care of it now. Even though I wrote m- most of it a while ago, it's like now I have to care for it again in another way and bring this thing to life. And so now that it's like finally there, it's like I was just kind of having, like I was in conflict about yeah. it. And then finally realizing that, hey, like I think I... Um, need to release this thing because at the end of the day it's still a part of me I created it for a reason I care about yeah. it and I have to now let it be what it's going to be to the world yeah. and um, and sometimes that's, that's what those things need you yeah. know they just need you to give them specific care and attention yeah. and sometimes that's how it is you know I guess when you're creating or doing something you know yeah. and now you are ready to release it to the world and I think that's a, yeah. that's a good thing you know because I, I I write poetry, mm-hmm. right? Not a lot of people know that about me. So right, yeah. Do, but there's Kill so it. many poems that I have in my in my phone, like in my notes, or actually mm-hmm. that I write out, like in my phone book, 
that I wrote at a specific, even sometimes dark places in my mm-hmm. life or in good places in my life, but I never stopped writing poems. I still write poems today. That's tight. I was writing one earlier, you know? And That's dope. Only certain uh, poems have made it out to the world. You know? Right, yeah. We like, recorded it, and we there was a whole <coughs> little production to it and everything, you know? Um, but there's, there's poems in my poem book that I want to release, but I feel like it's not ready to be... Yeah. Let out. So I, I definitely understand you in that aspect of a creative aspect where mm. sometimes you gotta let it let it be what it is to you for a while. Yeah. You know, and let it just kinda do its thing in your heart, in your life, in, in your soul. Mm-hmm. And then when the time comes, it's just gonna be what it is for the world, for the right. listeners. You yeah. Know? So um what's what is it called though? You have a name for it's it? Called planes. Planes? Yeah. It's called planes. Like airplanes? Planes. Yeah, like airplanes, okay. but just planes yeah. and uh It'll be my artist name is Garzon. 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 Okay. That's the station. Yeah, last year called White Lexus. You know, that was my first one. Check it out yeah. if you have it already. Lexus. But this next song is gonna be very. I feel like it's like the the second piece to White Lexus. Oh yeah. And it's like the White Lexus was a um I it's a like storytelling. That's what I love about folk you music. You had a White Lexus. No, it was your, it was your girlfriend's song, white Lexus. I heard the song. I heard the song. It's called White Lexus by it. the girl who had a white Lexus. Who had a white Lexus, and yeah. um, ultimately, like, right, it's like a story. Like I tell a yeah, story in that song. Planes is like the conclusion to that now, okay. um, of that like two piecer. I feel. Yeah. So when I wrote White Lexus, I wrote Planes, yeah. and so it was, it's kind of like a two piecer. Yeah. And then yeah, so I think it's that's kind of concluding that kind of story that I've written, and then. I have other songs, like I have a song I wrote about um, uh, about a bartender who I was like secretly stalking. Really? Yeah. Um, <laughs> I just thought it was like super pretty, man, Bro, super cute, and I you're just a like creep though. That, you're a creep low key, low key, low key. I think we've all been there, bro. Like literally, I was like, dude, I think this girl's so cute to me. I don't know what it is. You guys vibe though, like she knew. No, no, no. She didn't even know you. No, she knew me. She knew me, but it was more of like I was. It was during a season I was really uninspired. Yeah. So I was somewhat like, I was going, and I thought, like, it's like this girl could be anything I wanted her to be. Yeah. From a perspective, like, I come, I watch my game, basketball game, and yeah. I grab some drinks here, and then yeah. I'm like, I have this girl who I think she's so beautiful, but yet I'm like, I don't and want... she's consistent, like, she's there every she's time. She's there all the time, <laughs> and I just think, like, it's just like, she's in my bar, and I'm like, she can be whatever I want her to be. And then I had some friends, like... Being like, oh, I know her. You want me to tell her? I'm like, no, 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 don't tell her, don't tell her. Because then it's like, it'll kill it for me. Like, who knows if I just, like, talk to her and she's like, ugh. Yeah, she's going to, like. Didn't she used to date uh, Tori Kelly? Shut your yeah, ass up, yeah. bro. You just so <laughs> stupid, bro. I shot my shot one time. You, shot, you yeah. shot at Tori Kelly, huh? I shot my shot one time. What'd she say, bro? Come on. Are you ready to talk about it? Back when I was <laughs> young and naive, I shot my shot. I shot my shot, bro. What happened? What happened? I remember you told me the shot, the, the words you're going to say to her, that it was, you said this. You're like, when I see her, I'm going to say, it was a scripture, too. Like, you you said you were going to tell her a scripture of, like, beauty fades, but a woman that fears the Lord. You did, <laughs> girl. I had that Christian game. Yeah, did you say it to her? 
What, what was it? What was it? What did you say? So what happened no, was, what was I'm, you're really making me say this? Yeah, yeah, yeah say it. Um, no, dude, but tell me what scripture I forgot the scripture. No, you it. didn't, bro. No, I promise you, I forgot. It's it was it was along the way. Uh, the scripture was along the way of like, yeah, it's like beauty fades, but a woman who loves the Lord. Um, I think it's who fears the Lord. Who um, fears the Lord, whatever. Um, I don't know, whatever. Um, a heart or something like that that fears the Lord remains forever. Something bro, you know. Why are you asking? Because I just want to hear it from that you. Was, that was a long time ago. So what happened was, okay, listen. Back in the day, Way I feel like I had a, I feel like I had a fair shot, okay. Because you guys had a mutual friend, right? I had a fair shot just due to the fact that at that time, given like, I was young, had a following, I was a you know good Christian dude. You know, I was prime. I was looking nice. You know, confident, <laughs> very very confident in my swag. <laughs> Come on, I'm just yeah, telling yeah, you. Okay, you know? cool. So then. But there was a potential person. There was a friend who had a friend who knew him. So it wasn't even a mutual friend. It was a mutual mutual friend. A mutual mutual friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who I assume knew of me and like knew about me. So I'm like, cool. What I'm going to do is I'm going to take my shot. And at that time, she was, I mean, she was very popular, but not as popular as she is now. yeah, yeah. And I felt like, okay, I had a good shot in the sense of, I like, feel like okay, she was speaking more could. at the time than she is now, but, I don't know. anyways, I felt like at that time, she could have looked and been like, okay, he, homie got low-key, like, you know, he might, that's a good candidate. I feel, I, I thought I would have been a good candidate. candidate. He had potential. I had potential, potential to potentially, yeah. like, at least catch, like, an eye, maybe her you eye. Had potential and be like, okay. to be, to have potential. Right, I felt. Yeah. You know, so I shot my shot. But at that time, like she she already had a boy. Oh, that's what it was. That's what it was. That's what you tell everybody. That's what it was, no. bro. Stop <laughs> making stuff up. She had no damn boyfriend. Don't lie. She now, see, no. now you're instigating. Now you're making it, bro. She was single as a bug, bro. No, she wasn't, bro. <laughs> she saw a photo of you. She said, "Nah, thank you, next." Nah, 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 bro. She, I already said thank you, next. She had a boyfriend. You know what I mean? From what I heard, and they're I not together anymore. No and I had a bro. She's married now. Oh, she is. Oh, I don't know. Come on, bro. But anyways, <laughs> but but you know that though, right? <laughs> I know that, bro. I don't I just know why you. Funny that you I don't know, know why you. I just think it's funny that you know, but she oh she's married now. Like <laughs> I don't know why you brought this up, bro. It has nothing to do with what we're talking about. <laughs> yes, it about, does. Bro. I just wanted to know if you dated Tori Kelly or not. Like I remember at the time you told me you were gonna shoot your shot, and there was no never any closure whether you did or not. So. Shut up, bro. <laughs> anyways, man. Um, shout out to Adrian and thank you. Thank you, for sir. Taking the time to be here. He drove you, down sir. all the way from Palmdale to be in the valley to record this podcast. <laughs> Y'all are not looking at what he's doing right now, but it was just funny. Um, <laughs> yo, he drove down like an hour to be here, so I just want to say thank you. And that's why this podcast is, you know, semi long. It's about to be lit. It's about yeah. to be lit and long. And long. Thank you for taking the time to do yeah. that. Much love. We've known each other for how many years now? Um, like dang, six? it's probably been, um, well, I mean, known each other, we've known each other for, like, probably about six years, yeah, yeah. but how old were you? I think I was, I think I was, like, 16 when I met you. Okay. I was yeah. 16, and you were about, like, how old are you right now? No, I thought you were younger. I thought you, didn't you come to the outside, was like, 13? 
No, bro. You just wait too long. I came at the. I came to the Outsiders. Didn't you come to the Outsiders at like thirteen, and then your mom didn't let oh, you okay, okay, keep yeah, going yeah. or something <laughs> like that? That was a long time ago. Oh yeah. So if you look I at came it, to the Outsiders one time, like long time ago. Yeah, yeah. So if you think about it from then, then it was like almost a decade. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's crazy. I, I knew that I knew of you, but you didn't know me at the time. I just I came. I was like yes, another trendy, right? True. But I've known you. What I'm saying is, like, I've known you since I was like 16, because I was tired of going back. And yeah, yeah, six yeah, years yeah. now, six years. Um, and at that time, when I was 16, how old were you? I was. You were like 23. I was. 23. No, I was 20. Yeah, we, so we have about six years apart. So yeah, yeah. if you were 16, um, then yeah, I was about 26. 22 is when I'm 23. Yeah. Yeah. I'm 21 now. How old are you? 28. I'm just turned 28. Yeah. Yeah. Grown man, baby. Dang. I'm getting old, <laughs> you getting old bro. I'm getting old. You feel like you're in your prime or not? I feel like I haven't even hit my prime. Dang, it's like that. It's like that, bro. I was telling you, man. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I'm thinking. That confidence, though. Okay, I see. It really is, man. It really, I honestly, I still feel. Um, yeah, it's kind of like a. I I feel that like once I hit 25, actually, or 24. Yeah. From like twenty four to twenty eight has felt like one big year. I think. <laughs> that, like even though we're seven years apart, me and Adrian have like we've always had somehow a tight relationship from like big brother, little brother. Yeah, which has been really cool. Yeah. Even through the years, through transitioning out of seasons that kept us together at the time. Like at the yeah. time when I met him, he was uh, pastoring the Outsiders, right? And I was just an attendee there. I was just in somebody that would come roll through. I was. I was there every Thursday and Tuesday for the battle setting. Bro, you were there <laughs> faithfully, bro. Faithfully, man. You'd be the first one there and then, like, the last one to leave, bro. And you were, like, the youngest the one. I'd be like, hey, y'all need help with this. Bro, <laughs> you would help with everything, man. It's just like, yeah, it was cool. to. It was really cool to, like, see you and have you there for, like, whatever that short amount of time. Yeah, yeah. And then then you kind of taking on your own, um, moving back, you know, to the valley. To the valley. So from Palmdale. Um, so all this happened in Palmdale in the Antelope Valley so like Little Rock I was in Little Rock, California Adrian was from like Lancaster, right? From like yeah, Lancaster, yeah Palmdale. Palmdale, Lancaster, yeah um, so the outside is like this group from the Antelope Valley and he was over that he oversaw that he was leading it and I would attend these gatherings and I remember just thinking that Adrian like he was the coolest guy in the world like I <laughs> what you mean I still am bro what you mean don't do that to <laughs> yeah, me yeah he still is but I remember just watching him like dang like this guy's young and he's out here doing it you know, he's doing something that, like, I can see myself doing something like that. Yeah. I remember just sitting down, like, listening to you speak and this, and just watching everything go down. I'm like, dang, like, I can see this, you know? Yeah. And when I moved to the Valley, I just, I was inspired because I couldn't go to the Outsiders anymore. It's too far, you know? I wasn't, yeah. I, I didn't have a license. So I was like, shoot, I'm just going to start my own thing, you know? And it wasn't even, like, one of those. And I, I think you knew That's that so it dope. wasn't even, like, something that I was, like, I want to one up somebody because you knew that. Cause you even spoke at refuge, but some right. people, you know, people yeah. always get a bad vibe, and oh, some always will say something negative. It's like for sure, oh, you're always gonna have the haters, bro. But like I even told you, what, I even told you hate. when I was gonna start it up. I texted you, I was like, "Yo, I'm gonna start up a group out here, man." And you were like, "Yo, I'm all about it." And you used to call it the Baby Outsiders, and, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but then I gave it the name Refuge, yeah. and it just grew. It was every other week. To start off and then yeah it was and cool and then i'm like man you literally did you, like literally you started your own thing bro and yeah. it was cool it, it picked up it yeah, had a, it sure. took a life of its own you yeah. know um and the valleys are a whole nother like yeah thing too all, yeah From the antelope valley the san fernando valley 
it's a whole another atmosphere. And because I was born in the valley, I felt like I was kind of in, in tune with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because when I moved to Little Rock, I felt like it wasn't always like I felt like I belonged in the valley, like right. in the city. Even though I grew up in a town, small yeah. town, like Radiator Springs, from cars. That's how, bro. We got horses in the back. Literally, <laughs> literally, <laughs> literally horses. horses in the back. Dude, you, for still real, there. for still real, there. did. <laughs> so, man, I had a good time. I had a good time. I was so how old are you? So obviously, you started this Bible study that yeah, ended yeah. up becoming also another movement. Yeah. Um, and then you shortly started packing out houses, which is really yeah. cool. Um, to see, and for me, from like the outside like looking in i was like damn this is freaking dope like i'm yeah. literally seeing like me and you in like right. a weird and i feel like i've always even throughout the years i still like see a piece of myself in you and i'm like dude you literally obviously we're not the same but yeah it was just like really cool to see you and then you being younger than yeah. i was when i had started yeah. you know the outsiders you know, and then you kind of building it up and it taking a life of its own and yeah. you starting your own movement and like you literally it was a it was a cool you guys had a cool um energy man like yeah. a cool vibe and had your own yeah. and um you were just i think that's always been you just trying to encourage people and um it's always been my heart to yeah like speak yeah positivity and life into into the world since i was a kid bro like for some reason i've always loved like the inspiration aspect of life because yeah just growing up things inspiring me as a kid and I was always very like I would make things a bigger deal than what they were yeah I was very sentimental so, <laughs> <laughs> so I would like start crying for the random mistake because I feel inspired a lot of people yeah you know what I'm saying they can yeah. do stuff but they're not as like moved easily as I am yeah maybe I you could call me sensitive but I think the beautiful thing about that was that like that I learned from you was that you always had like your own identity with the outside like mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying like you were a unique person in your community yeah and i wasn't trying to mimic right your identity but i i, I saw that and i'm like okay a lot of people i know will try to probably mimic every single thing that you're doing right but that's not it yeah you know that's not gonna work because what works for the him mm -hmm. may not necessarily work for somebody else right you know? we were yeah. just talking about this is like working out yeah so it was the same thing i realized like as long as i'm myself mm -hmm. as long as i keep my character, you know, and my morale, my personality, whatever you want to call it, you know, I keep it, keep it all just the way I am. And I'm always myself. I know that that alone will attract people to come, you know? Yeah. And it was one of those things for me, man, that it, we had a good run. And I say that because obviously we're not in that season anymore. We've transitioned to many different places in our lives. Yeah. And I want to ask you first okay. a little bit about your... Yeah, your season with that and how it kind of came to an end. Yeah, um, well, so for me, um, I had started this gathering um, when I was uh, about to, cause I was 19. So, yeah. and then I pastored this movement, um, this beautiful movement, for about seven years. Um, so then I, from 19 to about 26, is where I was pastoring. So I kind of I went through like my early, my late teens, my yeah. early 20s kind of like riding on this ride, this like glory ride. It was yeah. awesome. Obviously you saw we're packing out houses, yeah. making an impact. And at this time we were, this was when I, we had first started, it was like prior to like now your traditional, like um, like obviously Instagram wasn't out yet. Like, yeah. so the social media of like, hey, like yeah. pictures and like, yeah, it was all word of mouth. And then eventually Instagram started coming yeah, in, yeah. changing the game, like, and we were making flyers, you know, yeah, that was yeah. cool. And then 
we um, eventually we a band came out of that. We wrote music and we it was it was dope. And um, so I'm kind of riding on this high for like you know seven years, yeah. and um, that's all I really knew how to do really from like my early early like adulthood yeah. um, to getting older. And now I'm like 26 years old, and I'm figuring out the next steps that we were, we were going to do. And to keep a long story short, we were going to plant a church and yeah. kind of make it official, this whole thing. So we went that whole route, like we went that whole route. Yeah. And um, towards my last year, I just kind of went through, started going through like, uh, a, I had a conflict and a disruption taking place within me just because I started to really um, question really everything that I, um, everything that kind of, that I believed in yeah. and everything I believed in obviously it was revolved around God. religion um, this specific um, religion actually yeah. and like this view of God yeah. and um, I started to disconnect with it and really having to find my own way of talking about that questioning it honestly I felt yeah. like for me and not be biased about certain things right. and I'm, I started to in in the long story short yeah I r- realized that I think I needed to re- reconstruct, like deconstruct some ideas that I had that yeah. obviously I grew up in this church and this religion and this yeah. way of thinking. And then I had to eventually deconstruct yeah. all those views and reconstruct new ones. Right. But deconst- the deconstruction process meant that I had to say bye to everything I had built. Right. And um, that was a season of change for me. And it was a very hard season for yeah. me that actually led to the next two years for me of like trying to right. figure out what as I've stepped into this like new time of my yeah. life now it's a new me because I'm no longer the same person I was before for sure and I no longer have the same dreams and the same aspirations, aspirations that I did even two and a half years ago when I was pastoring you know yeah. I, I was planning the next 30 years of my life then yeah through this and then everything changed so now I had to walk into a new time a new me new ideas, new way of thinking, new way of connecting with the world. So I've spent the last two years now, two and a half years, trying to figure out what that looks like yeah. and try to find language for it, trying to find ways to connect now with with you know the world around me and figuring out how to find myself and reconstruct some areas that I need to reconstruct yeah. and build. You know, it's just, yeah, yeah. I think it's just a cycle of, you know, my maps have changed and now yeah. I have to create a new map. And, um, and so along the journey that yeah. that's, um, I've Dang. definitely have, there's a lot that, that comes into play with it, but sure. So long story short, that's kind of what went down for yeah. me. Um, I pretty much just had to make a decision of either I walk into this new, new thing that I feel like is leading me yeah. or at that time was questions, pursuing questions and answers that I felt were vital and crucial for me to follow yeah even if it meant that i was going to say goodbye to a lot of things i built and um even my community and people like all the people around my create my creativity all flowed from this belief and right so a lot of the relationships that you had and friendships yeah you also probably had to say goodbye to a lot of those a lot of them yeah and I, i think a lot of it too when you're an influencer and you have people who follow you and who who are inspired by you and um, not just that, but for a yeah. specific thing. Yeah, for like, for a specific yeah. thing. Yeah, you kind of one day you, you obviously for me it was a year of internally battling, but yeah. it was pretty much like one day of saying, "Hey, I think I'm done." Yeah. 
like for all of their eyes, you know. Yeah. I think I'm going a new route and people having questions like why. Obviously, I've spent the last year processing it, but I was it's like, how do I tell yeah. people? I used to tell people about this certain way of yeah. being and this certain way of practicing life and believing in God in this way and to saying like, hey, I actually don't really connect with that anymore. And right. I don't know if I believe in this right. this system anymore. Right. And um, so I had to, yeah, just kind of, it was very difficult. Lost, I feel like I lost a lot of friends. People viewed me in a different way. Um, and yeah, some of the, f- the friends that did stick around, um, stuck around, some of the people right. that didn't, didn't. And then it was very, it was very left open for people to interpret. And yeah, so yeah. along the journey, I, I've, I've, I've heard some, you know, some things said that, you know, people's interpretations of it's been bad, you know, bad things that I've heard about me. And then I've heard some good stuff. So it's like, well, but it's just like up it, to, up to, uh, up to them to talk about it, but it's really, yeah. Bro, look, if anybody in the world don't yeah. understand what you <laughs> what you faced in the past few years, right? It's definitely me. That, that's why I really yeah. want to do this specific talk with you because mm-hmm. I've dealt with a lot of that like backlash of like just the other day, bro. Mm-hmm. I, I honestly for for a while we had kind of stopped, but I get messages on my Instagram all the time or like even Facebook here and there because mm-hmm. a lot of people on my Facebook that like right. I don't even go on Facebook anymore. Yeah, but we're from like community based stuff, you know. Right. And I got a message on Instagram, came in as a request because somebody I didn't even know, but I saw it. He said, uh, it was like the most aggressive message you can ever send to somebody and like <laughs> that you would try to send, trying to get him, I don't even know. Trying what, to get a reaction? I, yeah, or, yeah, uh, I, yeah. I, see what I don't know what he was trying to do, yeah. but he said, um, hey man, I just want to say, uh, I don't know what happened to you. You used to be so on fire for... For God. Bro, I've gotten no, no, so no. many of those <laughs> messages, man. Okay, okay. I wish, I think I screenshot it because I think I might have sent it to somebody, but I, I was going to send it to you too because I know you would, you would look at it in the same Bro, way. Bro, you have no but idea said, how uh, many of those messages. He said, I don't know what happened to you. You used to be so on fire for God, and now now you're on fire in a carnal way. Out here Now you're out here training and working out every day instead of working out your soul. And just know that, like, you will... He ain't lying? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Yo. <laughs> <laughs> no, but look. Yeah, I, I am working yeah, out a lot. You, you know are, what I'm saying? But are. look, I'm still in tune with who I am. Like, that's that's what a lot of people don't understand. It's like, even... That's a whole other message in itself that I can preach. But, mm-hmm. like, working out for me is not an escape. Working out for me makes me in tune with my body, my right. physical self. Mm-hmm. But I'm also in tune with my spirit and my soul. Right. A lot of people you see just sitting on the couch being lazy, it... It shows a lot about who they are, just in the things yeah. that they value. And think about too, like how many, like, no disrespect, but how many, like, fat religious leaders are there? <laughs> yeah. Obese. I'm talking about completely <laughs> no, overweight. No, and these, sure. are, and some of these um, yeah. religious leaders are the ones like condemning other people. And it's like, yeah. bro, like, gluttony ain't no, that a yeah, sin? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like yeah, my yeah. man. Like, no, but it's like that's not that's not frowned upon right. in that community. But other things people are. Like to you know, just choose, come on. They love to pick and choose what they frown exactly, upon bro. and what they like to condemn, you know, yeah. and what they want to justify. Mm-hmm. And, but that was, that message alone, it it didn't piss me off. It just yeah. annoyed me yeah. because I wish I can talk to him one-on-one, like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like in person and actually let him know my heart. And, yeah. and I wouldn't, I don't think that would be a waste of time because yeah. sometimes people are like, yo, don't even bother. Like, you know, but to me, it's like, if I feel this way, it's because it's for a reason, it's for a purpose. I'm not just going to, 
you know, not be on that in that place that I once was, or on fire for God, or however he he interpreted that. Right. For no reason. There's got to be a purpose. There's got to be a reason. There's got to be something that happened along the way that has me where I am right now. And I wish I could just kind of connect with him and tell him, like, but in that moment, I was so annoyed that I blocked him immediately. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Because he obviously watches my stuff. And sometimes it's like the randomest people watch my stuff. I just, I blocked him. Because I didn't want that negativity on my my stuff. I I just wanted to block. And the thing about you, too, I don't feel like you're getting those messages, but it's like, you, I, from what I've seen, I don't feel like you've been very vocal, like against like beliefs or like the church or like whatever. No, I haven't been very like, like against I that. Voiced, you know? I haven't voiced it out as much as because the, here's the thing. All right, I know we kind of like went somewhere else from what you were saying. No, it's cool. This is good though. Yeah, this yeah. is good. This is golden stuff that you guys would want to know. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, the reason why I haven't voiced out as much as people wonder or are curious about what I would say is because. I think it's out of respect, just because a lot of the people around right. me that I do love mm-hmm. are very could are very involved at to an extent, yeah. and I don't want to, you know, I don't want that to like be detrimental to some of my relationships. Right, and I think that's just a part of me that I need to learn to accept because, but at the same time, let me just say that I think that if you go to church and you find, if you find that that does it for you, for your spirit, for your soul, whatever the case might be. And that connects you with God. Look, do what you gotta do. But for me, anytime like I find myself in the church, right? Mm-hmm. I think it's a great environment. It's a great atmosphere. You know, it, the guy you know preaching or whatever always makes for good messages. He's up there for a reason. For me, I definitely started to get to that place when I came back from Australia. You mm-hmm. know, when I went to Australia. Yeah, yeah, I remember. Yeah, and um, that uh, that alone was an experience. But so. I moved to Australia for a Bible college. And in going down there, I'm going to be very cautious about how I say the things that I say. Because I don't want anybody, like, it's not that I don't want to get anybody to get offended. Because if you get offended by something, I think right. you need to evaluate your own margins. All right? Because if you get offended easily, it's like, that's, look, that's, I Look, I feel, look, I will tell you, I will tell you this. Because I know. You know what I mean? I know, I know I'm familiar with the story. We've had conversations yeah. about it. Um. I think that what you were, you started this, like what you were just saying, you were saying that you've haven't voiced your opinion because you want to respect like uh, the people around you that are still involved, right, right, right. which I admire. And I actually, if I could do things over again, I would do it that way because for me, I was more vocal about it yeah. and not really understanding that people just throwing rocks at you, huh? People were throwing rocks at me, and um, I feel like people have always thrown rocks at me. But sure. you know how it, it's like. Yeah, we we yeah. were even when we were doing community, it's like yeah. we were never under a specific. Yeah. We weren't doing things like or like <laughs> an orthodox book, way, book, bro. Yeah. You know, so Nothing it was like we, by the book. You, pastors used to always throw rocks at me, bro. And it's like, come on, dude. So I'm trying, man. I'm trying. And uh, like, who else is doing this stuff? I know, man. Like, and it's like we can all freaking like. Like crazy kids here, man. Like, come on, what else do you want? And um, and so, anyways, but I, I, but I was just really hurt through my process of feeling like, you know, I really believed in something, and I, you know, to change, and also feel like, as I was changing, I felt like, even the the people around me, people I saw that were spirit that I considered spiritual leaders didn't know what to do with me, bro. Like, yeah. they didn't know how to handle the questions I had yeah. and didn't know, and in their way of 
even though it doesn't matter how old they were, like some of them were in their 60s, some of them were, and it's just like some of them were younger, influential like leaders. Yeah. And it's just like I'm coming to you, and I, so I was very like hurt and yeah. had an experience from just my time as pastoring and yeah. just like beliefs and sit all the stuff. Yeah. So I was very vocal about it through like I released a podcast. Yeah, yeah, Shameless plug, even though yeah, I've stopped, yeah. uh, I've stopped creating episodes, um, but I literally was very vocal yeah, my about is your podcast now. Yeah, dig. Um, <laughs> but I was very vocal. So what I'm saying is this: I don't want you to tell the story on the pod. Nah, I don't. No, just because I, 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 I think that you're doing something really good of not really sharing. I think. I think you're doing something really good of not really sharing because I think that belief is personal right. to all of us, and especially people who carry their own belief and they don't, they don't want some, like they don't want to hear someone kind of bash on it. Yeah, not saying yeah. that you're going to bash on it, but yeah, yeah. they because actually I don't respect it because right. I, res- I respect it not only for the people around me, but I, yeah. I legitimately respect like the church. You know what I'm saying? I because see, yeah. it's such a big like phenomenon in the world, like yeah, you know, and they're doing ton of good, yeah, and they're yeah. doing great stuff. You know, you use that platform to inspire people along the way. Things change. You have your own experiences. You evolve as a person, but yeah. yet you're back now. What is the name of your podcast? Inspire Podcast. <laughs> what's now? What's the next steps that you're taking? Creating videos and 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 helping people um, in their physical. And you are creating ways for people to get healthy because that is a crucial part of just being human. We're just talking about the short film coming out with them. Yeah, short film of, you know, you're, and that's going to be a great short film, bro. Like you helping this little kid, you know, out. And I can't wait to see the results. Like, dude, I think that's just who you are. Place tribute to who you are. And like, I think that ultimately, that's never going to change. You're going to find different outlets to do that, whether it's through a like church system or through a like podcast or videos or yeah. through however the case may be. I think that's never going to, that's always you. And I think who will be inspired by it will be inspired by it. And the people who receive it, they don't receive it. Yeah. You know, forget you, unsubscribe, whatever. <laughs> uh, I had similar responses because yeah. I voiced out my opinion on certain things. Right. I would say something that was a little bit controversial or something I was going through. And I was seeking help mm-hmm. because I was there. I, you know, I was, I was. I'm here. I'm right. Which here. that's what you. I was that's seeking a, help. I was the seeking right. Yeah. That's the right approach yeah. that you should take. Right. Yeah. And <laughs> in doing so, they put me in. Um, like they gave me a little, I guess a therapist in a sense. Um, and I was <laughs> I was sitting in a room with with him. He was actually a really really great guy. Actually, oh, that's cool. Shout out, shout out to my therapist at the time. Hey. And it was just like this, kind of like this, one-on-one yeah. talk, you know, it was a little thing, and he would ask me questions, try to, like, pinpoint, you know, where, what's the root, you know, but even he didn't know what was going on in my head, because I just had so many distinct questions and certain things that I wanted to know, things to figure out, and, and, and he was just like, yo, man, like, we just ended up coming to a mutual understanding that mm-hmm. Bible college is not for me, and that we gotta, like, ways in a way yeah but another thing I will say is that I'm grateful for my time there because it taught me a lot about myself it taught me about a lot in my relationship with God just being there yeah you know I think sometimes God will permit you to take a certain path 
to show you what's not for you. That's exa- that's honestly what I learned from that. It's like, because I was so stuck on getting there. I remember I was doing fundraisers. I was 17 at the time, not even 18. I was doing fundraisers with the community. I got a job as a lifeguard. I was working graveyard shift at Crave Cafe. So I remember everything that it took for me to get there. So I didn't want to take my time there for granted. But in my time being there, I realized, like, yo, this really is not me. This really is not me. It's not even that, like, I quit. It's right. just that I realized that that's not, I'm not. And people will tell me all the time, literally, like, yo, you're called to be a Catholic. You're called to be a preacher. And I get it. You know, I, I get what you think I'm called to do. But, right. like, sometimes it's like, I don't, I, I don't never say this to people, but, like, who are you? To say what I'm called to do, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> no, it's not a dead ass, bro. <laughs> like I would tell, like, no, I would, I wouldn't say that to somebody because I'm very respectful. When y'all it comes can't to that. see me. I'm, I'm, I'm just covering my mouth. <laughs> but I was I'm just dying. Saying, I was just saying, kind of like, what in my mind, like, who is a person to tell me? Because a calling, yeah, is something that like is is divine. It's something that you, I feel like you don't even just fully step into. It's something that you find as you progress in life. Yeah. It's like, it's a, it's a never-ending thing. Right. You know, yeah, I, I, I see what you're saying. Like, I, I, I see what they're saying. Also, it confuses me because I'm like, mm. a, a, a calling confuses me. That yeah. word or even like that whole phrase, like within that minute, it's like, you, you, you're called to be a pastor. Or whatever, I'm like, what, if you really think about it, it's like so vague because it's like, what is a pastor, right? He attends, like, he's there, he's a shepherd, right? And he's guide sheep and it's like, in, in the overall grand scheme of things, like, what does a pastor do, right? He's just there to help and support and to, like, be there for people in their time of need, to inspire. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah, yeah, I think I know a lot of people yeah. who are pastors, you know, yeah. that are not officially, pa- you know? Right, right. So it's, it's just like, yeah, and yeah. that's your calling, bro. It frustrated like, me when people would, like, come up to me with that, you know? And I was just like, bro, like, I, I got to a point where, like, I, I almost started to just cut people off, like people that like were, were coming at me like that. Like I, I just started. I almost got to hear it. Look, I didn't want to hear it. Like I know that's like a. It, I was just in a weird place, you know. Now yeah. I'm, I'm okay with talking about it. Like it yeah. doesn't get me mad because I'm just in a completely different place. Like it doesn't even bother me anymore. But at right. the time, it would bother me because I had so many. Like I had such a strong thing opinion about it. Obviously, you can you can have your own opinion if you're listening to this. But it's like because that's even just looking at the life of Jesus. You know, so if you want to like really get in depth with it, Jesus was always with the bad people, quote unquote. You know what I'm saying? It's just yeah. Because that's that's how he rolled, walking walking around with these people. You know that weren't ever in church, that would never step into a church. So the only love that they'll ever see is your reflection of God on the street. You know, and I, honestly, that's where I love to be on the outside. Yeah, I think Jesus did walk with people. You know, yeah. who were like a bunch of like notorious sinners that's yeah you know um and i think that's kind of whether you fall under that or you don't like ultimately i think that's a beautiful way to live and i think that if you know when what i've experienced firsthand about god i think what i know for sure is that hey when i see love i see something bigger than us you know i see the divine there you know and i think there is where i feel like if i were to put God in any category would be that sense that something powerful happens when people love each other. Yeah. You know, and I think there people do things for each other, you know? Yeah. Um, and there is like the most tangible I can see and feel the divine. And I feel like when we model our lives around that, then we're going to see some beautiful things happen. I feel like I, I can follow 
God in that realm. Right. And I think that's what I would, I could be an advocate for saying God is love, you yeah. know, whether it comes from the Christian tradition or the Muslim tradition or the, you know, yeah. whatever um, religion you come from. But if you land there, I'm like, I'm with you, you know, I think yeah. ultimately whatever it is that you believe, let it be, let it be personal to you. Let it follow it, have conviction and passion for it. Um, along the way, you might come to a space where you have to deconstruct and then reconstruct again what that yeah. looks like for you, or you don't, and keep participating yeah. in, in like beauty. You know, that's how. I, that's how I guess. That's how I see it. I think how we. Um, I yeah. think it's just the way that people perceive what you see, though. Because right. like that's how you see it, and you can try to communicate that all day. But the way that people like receive what you see. It's at the end of the day, this is your own personal, like you said earlier, beliefs are personal, right? The way that you feel about something is so personal, we can never really fully communicate it out to the whole world because it's so personal. It's like you came down to a conclusion within yourself that, like, when you're so passionate about something, you want to share it. That's the whole purpose of this, right? You know, recording is that we're passionate about this topic and about inspiring and about voicing something that is purposeful that we're taking the time to do this because. This is something that is it's essential, you know, yeah. to life, for you to figure it out on your own and not just go based on something that your mom or your dad told you. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Because to me, it was always more than just about going to church or or following along in a religion or even just like the whole denomination thing. That yeah. would always piss me off. It's like, oh, what <laughs> denomination are you? It's like it's so much bigger than yeah. that. You know, it's like it's about honestly just having a relationship with God and love loving yourself. You know, being in tune with with yourself. Yeah with God, with the world, with the universe, you know, and it's like, when all of those things are in tune, man, beautiful things happen. Beautiful, beautiful for things sure, happen. For sure, for sure. I, I, yeah, that, that, that is for fact. And I, I, I think for, for me and you, I think we're obviously bringing up belief because of our background, obviously, yeah. and the things that we dove into, what we've created along the journey with our beliefs. Yeah. And um, so for us, I think that kind of being stripped from you and that being stripped from me caused us to reflect and to explore explore and try to now figure out how to connect with the world around us right yeah. and i think either trying to find new passions and or trying to f yeah trying to find a a new george you know because right. really that's obviously going to be your identity right. so for us it was our identity so when that stripped from you yeah. you have to f again you're in a way you're a new person yeah. like how yeah. do you jump into that new newness yeah. how do you even accept the new and how do you yeah. jump into the new and i think i've reflected on this for the past two years yeah. of like what 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 does that look like so for us was beliefs right you can have other people for instance that um like i in my when i did release the podcast my episode one was the art of rebirth and right. i talked about how things yeah, have to die right. for things to be reborn right. and so that like obviously if there's something new happening um it's meaning that obviously some a chapter had to close yeah. or something had to die or something had to and for us was that right yeah. and um so then you walk into the new like what is yeah. the new what does that look like and for us right we it was that yeah. what about from i look at the world around me and i see people who have like man i see people who are going through a divorce who have been married for 20 years yeah and um you know how can you imagine that's like a they're having to walk into something new now due yeah. to like a tragedy. Like, man, I'm been buried for 20 right. years. I have children and 
they're in their teens, you know, yeah. like um, I have people people who've like lost their jobs after they've been in this career for fifteen or, years, you know, or you know, just a long relationship and a breakup, you know, or that, you know, things, things of that nature. Uh, you got to start like a new, a new yeah. chapter. You know what I'm saying? A new and chapter. I think new for things. me, it was more so. I think it's more of a, like a new manifestation of still the same me though. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like. So I, I wouldn't necessarily say it's a new George, just a new like a new like I said, a new manifest of of my what I've always desired right. and to inspire. Because that's yeah. still the root of my like my yeah. essence is to help. You know what I mean? It's to br- be a light or whatever the case. Yeah. You know, it's to like be change, you know, yeah. be a positive person. And obviously that's hard. You know, if it was easy everybody would do it, but that's what I love to do and that's yeah. that was my intention from the get go. Yeah. You know? But now it's just in a different way, in a yeah. different path. So and so, I would, I would, because I, I wrote some things down when you texted me, and I'm like, okay, cool. I need to have some things to to share. Yeah. So, this new manifestation of George, or wh- whatever, whoever you are that's listening, if you are in a time of entering a new season, um, or a new time, like that manifestation, obviously, it's gonna require obviously a new George and a new way to be. But then you also have the the old you and your experiences and the beautiful things that you've shared along the way, yeah. things that have, and so I think that w- I would say, when you're entering a new season, like what are the things that are transferable from like the old right. to the new, the things that actually can transfer? Yeah, because um, I think some things don't. Yeah, you know. Yeah, some things just can't because, I, and I think you have to leave some things behind because yeah. you can't just. Bring it along the whole journey because it'll be toxic. Because it'll, yeah. it, it's almost like it'll weigh you down because you're holding on to things from the past. Right. If you hold on to like something that happened in your old relationship and try right. to like bring that baggage over to your new one, right? That's not transferable. You know, it has right. to be like a lesson learned that's transferable. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? For so sure. For me, I think that everything that has happened in my life up until this point has made me who I am right now. Yeah. You get what I mean? So I don't want to completely erase and black out everything that has happened in my life. Yeah. But I want to use it and harness it. Yeah. In a way where I can talk about it and say, because of this experience that I had in Bible college or because yeah. of this experience that I had in the Navy that I'm going to talk about. Right. You know, is why I am the way I am right now. Yeah. You know, this isn't just something that I woke up in the morning and I was just like, dang, it's a new me. It's like, nah, but everything that has happened, even in your life, I feel like, mm-hmm has led up to your thought process right now. And everything that's transferable, only you know what you can transfer over. Because yeah. it's your own personal, you know, journey. It's, own, it's right. your heart. It's your life. It's your yeah. mind. You know, but I think it would be, again, with the whole relationship thing, like, if, if you have a bad breakup and you had a bad experience with one person and you try to label every, every other guy or every other girl because you had a bad experience with one person, yeah, that's not that's not okay either. Yeah, so, so you know, I would call that like so from my experience, right? As I went through my deconstruction and I had to change and I walk into obviously I'm walking into something new. Life yeah. is different for me, and I, in my very like obviously, and I'm also mourning right this time because I think that's important to mourn and give some time to like you know cry and like figure it out. You're gonna have to mourn, but in that time. I was um I, I I realized that you know I, I got I got in a very dark place and I it led me to be just how you said like oh uh, you had one bad experience with this person so therefore you can't label anyone I would call that like 
just you being cynical. You're yeah. really like looking out at everything and saying like, oh, you're judging everything and you're, you can, you can easily become cynical and look at the world around you and be like, nothing matters. And right. what's the point of that if it's going to happen like it did last time? Right, right, right. And I think that's a scary place because I'm like, I remember being so cynical about like being in like in a dark space or thinking there is like, I can't see the light at the end of the tunnel. I can't taste anything. And I'm like, what's the point of doing something if it's going to end? Like, what's the point of starting that thing or, you know, if it's like, what's the point of that? You just don't see the good in it, or the beauty. You just can't. Just you can't see the beauty. Like the you, process of it. And you're li- you're looking at the world around you in this way, and I think that when you look at the world around you in this way, you can't necess- You can't walk into something new if you you don't see opportunity for beauty to happen around you. And the beauty you know? <laughs> also is in the middle, I think, because obviously we everyone loves a happy ending. You know, you yeah. Light at the end of the tunnel and blah blah blah. But I think that. I think our, our life and the beauty of life is really the journey earlier we were talking about how i kind of came down to doing this podcast or like this little mm-hmm. I, don't, I wouldn't call it a hype but it's like just being inspired yeah and it was when nipsey hustle was killed mm-hmm. right i didn't really listen to nipsey's music while he was alive mm-hmm. and i get you know people say yo if you didn't mess with him while he was alive you know don't act like you're mourning during his death no, I'm not like overly, you know, reacting over his death, but I, I watched his ceremony, you know, I watched everything that like people said about him. What was crazy that coincided and how I kind of like resonated in my life was because my dad, I talked about it in my, in episode two, my dad was shot at 33 years old. Nipsey was 33 when he was killed. Yeah. So I was like, man, hearing everybody speak on his life and the yeah. things that happened prior to his death, it made me want to just go all out while I'm alive. You know, because yeah. yeah, his life came to an end. But what did people look back on? Was the things that he did, the things he was doing for his community, for his youth. You know, and I thought that was beautiful. I thought that was the most beautiful thing was to hear this. Obviously, now with all the stories that are told of him, you know, it's a sad thing to see him go. But that's what people remember him as. So when I die, you know, 1997 dash whatever, my tombstone date. Mm-hmm. I want that dash to mean something, you know? And yep. that's why for me, it's really more so about this whole journey. I think my life has been crazy up until this point. I'm only 21 years old. And I, th- I think that's why it's crazy, bro. Like, 21. And I feel like so much has been done prior to this. I can only look back and take lessons away from it. For sure. And I think it's important that, because, um, so. Obviously, everything I'm talking about is just like my experience and like the things I still somewhat deal with and somehow or some things I've gotten over. Um, It's like, how do you how how does one, for instance, like um, because if we are talking about new, like new, new walking into new, um, how does one obviously look back? You have a past. Learn from that. Um, how, How does one just learn from it and not live in it? Right, you get because I'm feel like I think that's the process. Though. Yeah, of like because we tend to do that, and yeah, then I think won't. it really, it really holds us back from walking into fully like embracing the next season of our lives or the next these next opportunities. And well, not like, only the next, victim but the now, of that. You know what I mean? Yeah, the na- yeah the now and but right but right now yeah, is yeah. right now like is happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the next, yeah. and I think but you can't necessarily walk into the next if you're. 
essentially living in the past and I've battled with that bro like crazy which is I feel like I'm I've held on to past hurts you know and what I've discovered from that is like either I can choose to hold on to the past hurts and whether whatever hurts those are for you whether if it's things happen things happen to you someone wronged you or like you didn't ask for that or you didn't ask for this to be given to you right. or that freaking low to happen to you or you didn't ask for that to happen to your family yeah. but then you are responsible for creating a new future for yourself yeah. like you're responsible for walking into a yeah. new future creating that you have that responsibility yeah. of either living in that or not and i think yeah. it's it is a difficult s- step because sometimes you are like fighting you know battles that you fought that yeah. are past are gone bro you know yeah, yeah. and you you have to live with that but it's like there's a responsibility that comes with you going moving forward and creating a new path or sometimes you know which i find myself like i find myself living in like like time like you know a better days like where yeah. i feel like my days were like i had better days and yeah. i had successes before yeah and i'm living in oh, those like, in like the, back in the day like and, yeah, I'm living yeah, in those successes, yeah. and really because I I just in my twenties, bro, I I feel like I've had a lot of joyful and really cool successes happen yeah, in my life, sure. right? Cool accomplishments in that context of what yeah. you were doing and, and what I was doing, yeah. and um, what has really kept me from moving forward has been like also too looking back and like oh if you know like oh man like dude if I did this or like back in the day I used to do this and I somewhat sometimes compare like where I'm at now with what I used to do and uh, that has stopped my growth yeah so uh, I'm one I'm speaking it out loud because it's things I've I've been able to obviously look at from hindsight from yeah. a perspective and be like oh and I'm able to add language to it and be able to address it yeah. but what I've discovered is that if I fully want to embrace whatever's next for me and create new successes and new things, then it's right. like, dude, I have to. Um, What's up, man? Hey, how you doing? Oh, oh, you're gonna close? Yeah. Oh, okay, okay, cool. Um, can, would we be able to have like 15 more minutes? Yeah, because I have to go to the next meeting. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Okay, cool. Sounds good. Okay, cool. All right. All right. All right. All right. Are right, we getting kicked out, y'all? To be continued right now, we're about to. Yeah, we're about to get kicked out. We're about to get kicked out. Um, but um, yeah, we gonna stop it and then record somewhere else, right? Yeah, we are gonna go somewhere else. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll be right back. <laughs> All right, guys. As you just heard, we got kicked out of the room that we were recording in. So I apologize for that random interruption. Um, we did go somewhere else and try to finish that conversation that we were having. But it was just not happening. Like we tried to get back into the rhythm that we got, but it just wasn't happening. So we didn't want to force it, and naturally, uh, it just took its own course. So the first ten minutes of this podcast is actually what we recorded after we got kicked out, which is what you guys heard when we were talking about music and creativity and stuff of that nature. Uh, I, I just thought that was a cool little vibe. And you guys got to know Adrian and myself a little bit right there and how we got along. So I thought that was cool. Um, I'm just going to leave the podcast on that note. I hope that you guys enjoyed what we did talk about. I know it might have not been what you expected, but let me know if you have any questions or if you want me to elaborate on anything. I'd be more than happy to talk to you about it. 
Um, I will say that I'm going to be trying to come out with an episode every other week. I don't have a specific day that I want to come out with it yet, but I'll be keeping you guys posted on that. And I just want to say thank you guys again for listening and tuning in, taking the time. I know this one's a, like really long. It's about an hour, uh, almost an hour. So I know that it takes time to get through it and listen to the whole thing. So if you are one of those people, I just want to let you know how much I appreciate you. Let me know if that's you. You know, say what's up on Instagram. I'll be sure to get back to you. But until then, I'll be talking to you guys next time on the Inspire Podcast. Peace.